Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton, and JT, I believe you have some announcements for us this week. Yes, I do. I have some very exciting news for all our fans, especially to the ones who are watching us on YouTube. Uh, from Basically, from the get-go, you've been watching us on SK Podcast, which is a great channel that features all the network shows like Meet the Movie Press, Jedi Alliance, which you were on last week, and you did a fantastic job. so much fun. They're awesome. We love jumping to each other's shows, um, but we got some really exciting news. We are starting a brand new channel. With all the network, and it's going to be just movie heaven. And the reason why I say that is because every show that covers everything about movies, including our network and Anatomy of a Movie, which, Sarah, you're also on. This girl's everywhere, by the way. Who knows? <laughs> I mean... It's all just going under one big umbrella. Exactly. And we all love talking movies, and Popcorn Talk is a new channel that is going to be all about movies. Breaking it down, whether it's the box office, like us, if you're a Jedi geek, you're going to watch Jedi Alliance. Uh, Finstock, have you ever been at Jedi Alliance? Are uh, you a Star Wars fan? Uh, yeah, sometimes I am. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Does the girl like Star Wars? I can't. No, I can't go on Jedi Alliance. They uh, banned me from that. Oh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> we got what did time. you say? Uh, no, I said something off camera the one day about Star Wars and Ken Knapsack didn't like it. And he was like, you'll never come on. I'm like, we'll see about that. All right. Well, you know what? That means you got to keep coming to our show to see Finstock. Uh, so yeah. do us a favor. Subscribe to Popcorn Talk. The network is going to be on there from now on. Uh, we got big things coming up ahead, and I just yeah. If big, I, yeah as a movie things. fan, I wish I had the Popcorn <clears throat> Talk Network growing up. Well, I, I think it's a really good thing. I mean, the bottom line is it's it doesn't make a difference what where the network or whatever you're coming from, mm-hmm. as long as your show delivers and it's fun to watch. I mean, hitting subscribe is. It, it's pressing a button. It's easy as pressing a button. Yeah, and everyone here is really excited about it. So we hope all of you guys get really excited about it and do subscribe to that channel. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we get I, into? I, was, I was at your. I went. Uh, I was walking past your house the other day. It was like twelve thirty at night, <laughs> and I, 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 I was walking my dog. That one that was running in the park with me that day, and that sounded like a party going on. And uh, I don't think we were invited. Wait a minute, there's a party? It wasn't my party. Oh, was it your party? I was but in was New Orleans. Your... I can take no credit for this party. What were you doing over there? Yeah. Wedding. You got married? <laughs> yes, I got married. Got no, married. I did not get married. Family wedding. Wow. Very fun. Lots of jazz music. Those are had cool. had a great time. See any guys playing trumpets or anything like that? Whatever they do down there? Yes. <laughs> nice. I was in New Orleans. There was lots of guys playing trumpets. There's a lot of trumpets. Yes. The trumpets are free. Lots of live music awesome city so yeah uh i heard that we were there we were hanging out and uh you went to my the party that i i was outside the window for a little bit i was just i didn't i didn't recognize anybody so i was like i'm not gonna go in there Uh, okay i I was gonna rob the place or something i didn't even have my mask on wait where was roxy was she throwing this party um i believe those are all the remain i was not included i was not there oh you need to talk to roxy he was actually informed me of this party i walked past and and i heard an fka twigs song playing okay and surprisingly that's who we have today as a special guest calling in fk twix wait and she's a she's a musician yeah she's a musician and she's uh dating rob pattinson right now oh no way yeah it's actually and I pretty think good she might actually be on the line so i'm hearing <laughs> let's Man, see we're getting some great guests F- fka hello Tim Stock. yes this is him 
I'm here with JTE and Hello. Sarah Stratton. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Oh, no problem. I mean, you're you're just blowing up. You're, I mean, it's your LP. It's LP one. Your is your is your album, right? Yes, that's right. Wow, that's fantastic. Yes. Where where do we meet again? Because we met somewhere. I just don't remember where it was. Um, it was about two weeks ago in Miami at Uncle T Pain's party. Do you remember? That oh yeah, T Pain yeah the, the auto tune guy yeah it's, it's like it's yeah but he's, he's not really your uncle though right? No, he's just this amazing mentor figure for me because he just has so much industry experience and I just go to him all the time for you know information and he really helps me. Does he? Um he doesn't speak in auto tune, right? Like if he tells you, he's like he doesn't say like FK, whatever how he does it. He just speaks to you in regular voice, right? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. That's pretty great. So, basic. Where are you now? You're on tour, right? Yes. It's so amazing. I was on Fallon, and everything is just really blowing up for me right now. Oh, wow. And. I'm in Vancouver, and tonight I have a sold-out show at the Commodore Ballroom, and I just feel so honored to to be able to perform my music for my fans. It's just been great. Is your uh, boyfriend going to be there? Um, I'd rather not talk about him. Okay. Okay. So when you go on stage now, uh, I notice your attire is very interesting. Are, are they? I love your clothes, by the way. I think they're fantastic. Your fashion sense is amazing. I'm so jealous of all of your. You, you have so many unique pieces. She wears bra, like uh, like bras on stage, right? Is that what it is? It, well, it, it's actually a bustier. Okay. And um, I design a lot of the pieces I wear myself, and so that was something that that I designed for to go on Fallon. Oh, especially. nice. So our Pats doesn't wear those things on uh, on the home time, right? I wouldn't. Um, I'm, I apologize for yeah. him. That's, Why are you so curious about Robert Pattinson? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, you know, because it's a movie show. Well, I don't know, Finstock. I mean, do your girlfriends, you know, do you like to wear your girlfriends? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, occasionally, they're, you know, they're. <laughs> it could um, be. What you can't see is that he is blushing terribly, <laughs> which shows that he is actually lying about this, and he does wear his girlfriend's bustiers all the time. I have to, yeah. Well, anyway, so you did this video <clears throat> where, which is very interesting. It's just you, and it's like a man like sticking his fingers in your mouth the whole time. Uh, a, lar- a very large black man. We were wondering if it's uh, it was just Rob Pattinson's hands painted black. <laughs> we were not thought, wondering this. Yeah, I was not wondering. Do not read. I take no credit for that assumption. <laughs> you know. Um, you know, when I told my manager I was going to be coming on the show, he told me I shouldn't come on. <laughs> what? I, I said, I said, no, he's fine. You know, he promised he would just talk about the music and not, you know, do anything silly. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. uh, okay, we'll end that now. Maybe here. you can focus a bit more about the music. Okay. okay, Sarah. You did. You used to be a dancer, though, before you transitioned into music, correct? I was... I was a dancer, um, but really, at a certain point, I realized, I actually went to college to study dance, and then I realized that it was really 
the music that made me want to dance. It wasn't dancing, you know, for dancing's sake. And then I, then I left. I dropped out actually, and then I I went to, uh, you know, college and started working on my music, and and that just really took over. Uh, at that point. Excuse me, Miss Twigs. I'm not v- super familiar with your music. Uh, I have the little I've heard is really great. Uh, what does your name stand for? The FKA. I actually have no idea. The uh, well, Twigs is a nickname that I've given because when I warm up for dance, my bones always crack. And, <laughs> okay. uh, oh, and wow. so when my music came out, we found out there was another Twigs who already had the name, so we had to add the FKA, which stands for formally. Known as. Oh, okay. Wow. wow. So I hear that Kristen Stewart likes to stalk your gu- you guys. Is that I, is that I, something that's so true? Inappropriate. I heard she was outside the house, like with its stalker gear. Like she was in a car with a purple turtleneck and like these cocaine sunglasses, I think listening you're to every breath you take. Her with you. I feel like this was a, <laughs> an actual self memory. Maybe. Well, He's a little I've, confused. I've never met her, Finstock, but I'm sure she's a really nice girl. That's very diplomatic of you. I don't know. Did she have like an affair with the director? Yeah, she did. But you know, that's everybody does that. So if you, so if you like happen to like break up with this guy, is there like a possible chance that like me and you can maybe like hang out sometime? Just like I don't know, I don't know. As friends, do a video, or whatever. <laughs> you know, is that not going to work? Did we lose FK? Um, I think I. Oh no, that's it for. Did I hang up? I think she might. Have. But dude, you can't be scared off our guests. Why. What did I do Jeez, wrong to her? I wonder why. I just asked her legitimate questions. I asked a legitimate question. <laughs> you, you were did. just like hitting on her throughout the interview. Thank You're supposed to be the one who actually knows her and like knows that she's a very nice girl. I thought you. I, I, I don't know. I thought you wanted to talk about that kind of stuff. Maybe she didn't. She's busy anyway. Thank, Thank you for you. bringing us. Well, thanks for well, coming on. Please. I'm sorry, SK Drinks for Finstock. And now we're going to get into the actual show, Box Office Breakdown. Let's go into this week's numbers. I think JT and I are just kind of shocked and embarrassment. Um, But thanks. Anyway, so let's go down to number five. It is in its seventh week, holding on to the fifth spot, Gone Girl, with 4.6 million this weekend. So it dropped 25.5%. Fitting title for the, what just happened in this interview. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we lost an FK Griggs. And then we had Gone Girl. Number four, coming in for in its opening week, Beyond the Lights, $6.5 million. That was only opening in about almost 2,000 theaters. And then when you go up to our third spot, which was Interstellar, mm-hmm. coming in at $29 million this weekend. That was a, a 38% drop. Not bad. And that, that's in like 30, 35, like yeah. 3,500 oh. theaters. So that's a big discrepancy from, um, mm-hmm. from four to three. And then let's get down to our top two of the weekend. Number two. Big Hero 6, losing its number one spot in its second week in the box office, but still taking in $36 million. Also suffered about 35, almost 36% drop. Succeeding the number one spot to Dumb and Dumber 2. Yep. Brought in just $2 million more than Big Hero 6 with $38 million. Taking the number one spot of the weekend 
Although I, I won this week. Yeah, you did. I won. Uh, she was three for five. Thank you. Gonna get to thank you. <clears throat> I was two for five, uh, and uh, Jay-Z, uh, Jay uh, JTE was the uh, you know the big goose egg this week. Fire and Jay Z for a second. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you are. I do call you that sometimes. Yeah. But I think you know. I think it's interesting. You know, it's a B. It's a B minus in the score. I seen it. I mean, you saw it. Yeah, I saw it, well, it also. I saw it. I mean, comedies. These kind of comedies never get good scores on Rotten Tomatoes. No. But I mean, this is a thing where. The nostalgia purposes, like I was saying, you know, you'll get like guys who don't get to go out to the movies because they have like on the East Coast because their wives don't let Adam out of the house and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, hey, sweetie, you know, we've seen this movie 20 years ago with all my friends. We're going to do it again. They go and drink and smoke funny cigarettes. And then next thing you know, they go see this. And I think that's where all the money's coming from this. I think it's coming from the fact Jim Carrey hasn't done a movie like this in... Probably since Bruce Almighty. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think all his fans that grew up with him saw this as a, a return to form for him, or were hoping it would be. And the, listen, the first film is beloved by just about anybody that saw that movie when it's they were growing up. It's one of the greatest comedies so ever. It's one of the greatest comedies ever. And unfortunately, I saw the movie. It doesn't live up to the first one. No, it lacks the innocence. I'm putting it there with like Anchorman 2, which okay. I enjoyed, but not a, the first Anchorman and the first Dumb Dumber are probably two of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Absolutely. And for me, it's, it's so hard for a sequel, especially in a comedy, to come up when it's one of the greatest. I don't care what movie it is. If you mm -hmm. make a movie and it's the greatest, one of the greatest movies in that category, the sequel is usually probably not going to live up to it. Correct. I mean, I think most people are in agreement that it didn't live up to it. But if you look at the stats, 55% of the people who saw Dumb and Dumber were guys. Yeah, makes sense. And 57% of those are over the age of 25. Yeah. So those are the people who've already seen mm -hmm. the first one, who are, as you said, going back for the nostalgia. And... No, but no one's really liking it, so I think yeah. it's going to drop off soon. It definitely will, but yeah. I mean, there, like I said, there was football teams going to see it. It's a big guy thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. me and my friends quoted that movie. Right, like, and you're hoping to quote it again. And yeah. I, I got to tell you, I left the movie theater 20 minutes later. I, I didn't remember even one joke, totally to be honest with you. with you. I was literally on my ride over here today. I was trying to think of like some jokes. Yeah. And I, was, I, I can't think of anything. Nothing really. And there were some funny moments in the movie. You're going to laugh. Sure. Just because those guys, even though... The, the way I said it was like two great performances surrounded by a horrible movie. And yes. instead of, you know, they keep it from sinking completely. Yes. I think we got to, you know, I think little Bobby Finstock, who's here, oh, uh, he has something to say about Dumb and Dumber. Does he now? <laughs> little Bobby. I don't think so. He doesn't? Mm -mm. I thought he had something He's to say about Dumb and Dumber. He keeps looking at me, though. It's really, oh. really uncomfortable. Maybe he doesn't have to say something about Dumb and Dumber, then. I was working Dumb and Dumber 2 in the craft services department. I turned around for one second. Boom, my foot's gone. Kathleen Turner ate it. There you go. I feel like that wasn't the Poor story Kathleen he told Turner. last week. I, I don't know. But, well, I, he has a ton of stories about his foot. He's got his new chair, too, and his poof briefcase that he comes in. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's rolling, I gotta tell you. Coming soon to the store near you. Yeah, he's very funny. <laughs> Pee-wee's Demented Playhouse. Right yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad he went inside because I was not in the theater for this one. I would have actually seen Big Hero 6 again. And I think oh, really? He, yeah. You wouldn't even saw Dumb Dumber 2? You would just want to saw I Big I would Hero. rather see Big Hero ah. 6 again than wow, go okay. watch Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay. It looks awful. Did you love the first one? Did yes, you? I okay. like. Uh, I can say I really enjoy the first one. I okay. can't say that I absolutely love it. Um, but Big Hero Six, I would see again. I think a lot of people it does have a rewatchability factor. Whereas, unless kids. people are going back to see Dumb and Dumber so they can remember the jokes, I don't think it's really yeah. going to pull back the mm -hmm. audience. It's, oh, it's no. they went, they saw it, they're done. Big Hero Six, it's kids 
even for like teenagers, I think it does have that appeal to bring people back into the seats. So I think it's going to stay. Yeah, because these in kids that, are going to run in school. They're going to tell their friends, Big Hero mm-hmm. 6 was the greatest. And now they're going to run mm-hmm. their parents and be like, bring us in immediately. And that's why these kids movies have so much life. Exactly. It's two or three times in seeing it yeah. constantly. And then they're stellar. Ugh. And they're still, listen, someone's arguing our day like it's, it's never going to hit number one. Mm-hmm. I, it's never going to hit number one. Sounds like that's a shame. Listen, it's still making its money. It's making its money and it's doing really well in IMAX. Yeah, and, and also when we get international, yes. we'll get yep. into its numbers there. But tons of film goers are saying, and they really do want to see it in the large format, which is what this movie is made for. Sure, it's a grand so, scope. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And but it is beautiful. It's just not great. It's two hours and 50 minutes. Did you it's, see it yet? It's I know you saw five minutes of it. I can't watch a two hour and 50 minute movie. It's okay. just, I, it's not in my spectrum. I can't do it. I don't, I can't, uh, the attention span's not there. That's I got really going to hurt you because that's, a ton of movies are leaning that way. Yeah. yeah, but look, I get it. And a lot of people, it'll deter them from seeing it two hours and 50 minutes, no matter what. But I mean, you look at Titanic, that was like six hours long and everybody, and everybody knows how that went. Well, the thing with um, the Interstellar has a little bit of what Gone Girl had going for it. Um, A lot of people talking about it. Mm-hmm. And you can't be like, it's one of those things where like, I can't really tell you everything, but you kind of got experience for yourself. And I think just curiosity is bringing people to see that movie. And there's a lot of divides. Some people don't like it. Some people love it. I talked to my sister this weekend. I didn't think she would like it. And she was like, I loved it. And I was like, okay, I don't know where this movie is aiming. It's in everybody. It's, I thought it, my original take on it was that it was really aiming for the film geek. Yeah. People who, an older audience, people who are really mm-hmm. going to appreciate like the changes that we've made in film, the science behind it, just kind of like the thinking process of this film versus, I don't know, the emotional story. Yeah. Um, but you're right. The critics are saying like, yeah, I don't think it's going to do all the awards that it thought it was oh, going to I do. Being Some that, technical, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And but you're going to be if it is in the technical realm, it's only going to be compared to Gravity, and even if it might win them, it wouldn't have won them. I think against Gravity. It's funny. Yeah. I was not. I didn't jump on that bandwagon for Gravity. I would probably watch Interstellar again before I watched Gravity. Hmm. For I me don't personally, know. they kind of fit in the same realm for me. Okay, I can see what you're saying. All right, so number four. As we predicted, Beyond the Lights. Yeah, I did. In. I, it wasn't even my top five. I don't think it's. It only it was in sixteen hundred theaters that's plus, and that is a great return for this movie. It's that's huge. Like I was saying, African American cinema is there's a huge market for it right now. I mean, a lot of these studios are start setting up these little areas like Relativity. They have like a it's called multi multicultural division of uh, you know movies, and they're knocking it out of the park with this. It's, it, you know, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be tent poles. It doesn't have to be animation. Mm-hmm. Just really basic storytelling. And it's almost like. Oh, with different cultures. Yeah, with different cultures. It's like almost 80s movies now. Oh, like it's Rush like, Hour was probably the first one to do that. Right, but it's like what you see in the Tyler Perry movies and what you see in, uh, mostly all Tyler Perry or like, uh, the one that was just out with, uh, Adris Elba and the other chick. Oh, no, bas- it's basically what they're doing now is taking these 80s and 90s formats with like when it used to be like Julia Roberts and whoever and now they're throwing like a Dries Elber and Tanaj B. Henson in it so it's like yeah, they're hitting on it they're hitting on it really well I think they got a good thing going it's almost like they're remaking like movies like Fatal Attraction stuff right. that was kind of like, gimmick, like right. 
uh, the enemy I sleep with with Julie Roberts. Maybe they'll make that movie next weekend, but with different exactly. Kids. And it's like talk like a man or whatever that is. Walk like a man with Kevin Hart and those other guys. Back in the days, it would have been like who knows Jim Carrey and whatever you know, or the comedians from back in those now, days. I don't know a lot about this movie. I like I said I haven't seen a trailer <clears> for it. But apparently, it's like a pop singer who like falls in yeah, love with like a manager. I'm not or sure she's bodyguard. Love with, but it is dealing with the fame yeah. and like Hague's not being. Oh, he's a cop. He's like not in the spotlight, but she is. Mm-hmm. Right. The movie, as we said, is doing very well for its more limited release. Oh, yeah. But compared to um, the director's previous films, Love and Basketball, which opened to 8.1, oh, mm-hmm. and The Secret Life of Bees, which opened to 10.5, oh. it has not held up as well. But it does look like it'll continue to bring in. People for the next I think they weeks. might expand as well. I think mm. little Bobby has something to say about it. I love Goo Goo Mathabay. <laughs> yeah, Thank see. you. Who is Goo Goo Mathabay? It's his favorite. Who's Goo Goo Mathabay? It's, it's the chick in uh, Beyond the Lights. Oh, that's her name? That's yeah. not how you pronounce it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how I cor- can correct little Bobby because yeah. I don't think he listens to me. But. Oh my God. Who knows? All, All right. right. Well, and then finally, Gone Girl. What can we say about Gone Girl yeah. that hasn't been said uh, in the past every week? Since we started, about 10 weeks in a row. Do you think the fact that it's been in top five for so long and it's making so much money, that's going to help its award season? Yes. It's, I, th- I, oh, I yeah. think it's going to... Yes. If it was on the fence before, I think the numbers it's pulling in every week is definitely going to make it. Yeah. You're going to get push. a Best Picture nod. Yeah, I think so. There's 10 of them, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you got to figure there's 10... <laughs> Gone Girl's got to be It's definitely making... Dumb and Dumber 2 probably get a Best Picture no. nod now. There's 10 of them. <laughs> N- no. no, no, and if Ouija's up there, I will literally never watch that award show again. Copster likes Ouija. All right. <laughs> it's true. Copster did like Ouija. That's horrible. Let's uh, get into our international horrible. box office because we already kind of started talking about Interstellar. <laughs> you guys are cracking. I just loved it. You said it was horrible that Copster liked that movie because it is. Yeah, it is. All right. It's awful. All right, international numbers. Yes, I love international. Interstellar. We've already talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Had. Another fantastic weekend at the international box office. It's now playing in 63 markets, and the movie added 106 million, so it's at a total of 224.1 million dollars. Wow! And in China, Interstellar earned an estimated 42 million over its first five days. Of course, it did. Wow! You know, yeah. what? you know what? I think these space movies do—they mm-hmm. do so good overseas because they haven't been to space. Listen, America's been to space. Yeah, oh yeah. Our flags up there on the moon. These countries could, you know, they get the rockets off, but they can't even make I, it out of the atmosphere. That's I really true. just think it's actually the scope. It's I think it's the scope of the film. I think that there's such more. <laughs> okay. If that's what it is, anything that has like that, that seems like it's grand, that seems like it's expensive, those movies tend to mm-hmm. do well in the international box office, or if it has a huge franchise, or if it's doing the superheroes. Those are the concepts that stick yeah. well. But. Well, I don't think it's because they haven't gone to space. It's hard to call Interstellar that because it's not one of those. Well, it is a big budget like film. It's been sold more as a thought provoking space kind of to thing. us, to, maybe not to them. Yeah, that's true. They see a rocket on the poster. You didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, didn't the Chinese send a monkey to space? <laughs> I was think that, that the was Ru- us? No, that was the Russians, right? No, it was the Chinese, right? Chinese. We sent. Uh, we sent an ape. Guys, somebody out sent there, an orangutan someone, out there. Someone I did. I believe China sent so, a panda. Russia sent a polar bear. Not I thought, I, if I can remember. I'm going to throw it out to the fans, guys. We need a little bit of help on our history. Well, I tell you what, we did set up there a human. And no, put was, a flag up there. Correct. Well, it couldn't We're have been Russia ones. because there's no monkeys in Russia. There's definitely monkeys in China, though. I don't know. We'll figure All it right. out. All right. We'll figure it out. On to Big Hero 6 international numbers. It's 
had a in, slow international rollout this weekend. The movie took first place in Mexico with 4.8 million, which is roughly on par with Frozen's debut. Oh, and it also scored the biggest opening ever for Disney or Pixar, Pixar in Malaysia and Singapore. Overall, it added mm. 11.9 million to for a very early total of 36.7. Well, so it's not doing, you know, huge numbers. It's not coming out in a ton of countries, though, yet. That's true. We're not talking about the 63 markets that mm-hmm. Interstellar is at. And we're also looking at, it's kind of just, Interstellar came to the international market very quickly. Yeah. Versus if when you looked at, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, those were coming out months later. Yes. So this one's getting slow rollout. We'll probably start talking about it in the next couple weeks to see where it's at. I'm curious to see how it does in Tokyo, because the movie takes place in San Fran, Tokyo. I agree. I think really? it, yeah. San Francisco. Francisco. Oh, Thank you. Marissa. It's kind yeah. of like a hybrid of. I, that's one word I don't feel bad about not getting right. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. It's a fictional place. <laughs> um, At least that one doesn't yeah, exist. Exactly. But I want you know. I, th- did they explain in that movie like why it was called that? Like, was there like an earthquake? No, or? no they did it's not. Just the culture came. Or, in I could have completely missed it. Yeah. But it is kind but of like it'll, a, it'll probably a big selling point when it's in Japan. Absolutely, they'll probably call it that. Call what? San Juan Tokyo, whatever. It is. Oh, that's pro- that's uh, that's. Genius. Are we getting into our titles game? That's I always what do good segue. I'm always a good segue. <laughs> that's a great segue. Not bad segue. Uh, foreign movie titles for you know American. Uh, Who's movies. winning? Who's uh, winning this game? Me. We just go weekly. Who, you don't you, win. Sarah won last week. She did win. Okay. Sarah's got three wins, and you. Got I don't them. think I've won one yet. I was on a no. roll last week. Marissa got one win too. Yeah, I've yet to win one of these. Little okay. Bobby, he's not going to play this one. He's going to sit out. <laughs> he can't. Yeah. Probably the one that comes cheats. up with them. Okay, so Brokeback Mountain. Yes, I love these. Keep the coming. In Portugal. Okay. It's called Pump Town USA. <laughs> I'm right. kidding, I'm kidding. I can't be right. Kidding. I'm kidding. Let's well, go to the real you part. Hold yourself been... on your own yeah. pie. I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so proud. I feel like we're increasing his like guilty yeah. chain. I thought I had a win there. Yeah, Pump go Town ahead. USA is definitely not the name of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll go to Hungary if uh, the first one is uh, Boxing Helena, which is a Jeremy Sands, uh, Sherlin Finn movie. Scorsese, no? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Jeremy Sands like chops off her legs and arms and keeps her in a box. What's the original title? Boxing Helena. Boxing Helena. Kim, okay. Kim Basinger was supposed to be in it, but she dropped out in the studio. Okay. Her. Okay. So what's the title? Uh, Love Boxed Closed. Okay. 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 I haven't heard of the movie, so that's I haven't trouble. either. That's really hard. <laughs> We're going to go to Mexico. Billy Madison okay. is called dumb, but not so much. Wow, that's okay. And this is this is a new little thing I'm gonna try to throw in here. <laughs> Boogie Nights. Okay. It's working US title. Okay. Was pushing thirteen. Mm, that doesn't make sense. For those of, sure for people out okay. there who don't know what the working title is, although if you're watching yeah. anything about movies, you probably do know, um, the working title is sometimes what a project is released under while they're filming, so the actual title is not released. It helps with either securing yep. locations or keeping actors' privacy, exactly. but um, for security measures, they add in the working title. And a lot of times... Uh, it's movies are shipped to theaters under different yeah. names as well. That's true. All right, what's the last one? Bruce Almighty. Oh, Jim Carrey. You know Jim Carrey? Playing off that a little bit. Gotcha. In Greece. God for a week. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. So. All right, go through them all one more time just so I can mm. visualize this. Pumptown U.S. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> don't. Boxing Helena in Hungary. <laughs> okay. Love boxed closed. Okay. Okay. 
Billy Madison in Mexico, dumb, but not so much. Okay. Boogie Nights U.S. working title, Pushing 13. Okay. Bruce Almighty in Greece, God for a week. All right. I have down to two. I do too. Mm. Mm. (laughs) You go, Sarah. I'm going to go with working title pushing 13 is a lie. I'm going to say Billy Madison. No. Yes. We're picking the lie, right? I'm going to say Billy Madison is not right. I think you're trying to throw a curveball at me. Okay. Marissa? Marissa? I was going to say Billy Madison. You can. can You guys can be on the same team. It's okay. (laughs) I'm going to say dumb, but not so much. Uh, it's not. You're all wrong. It's uh, Boxing Helena. Love box no. closed. What is the actual? Love box open. That, Come on. That's horrible. That is horrible. You're, that's horrible. On the plus side, no one won, so I didn't lose. There you go. That's true. There that's you go. That's true. <laughs> so there's a silver lining there. This is going to foreshadow that none of us are going to be right at the box office predictions next week. <laughs> Probably. All right. <laughs> Let's get... Thank you. Like very much, little Bobby. You did a double poof. Double poof. You guys are just so in sync. He's big poof Let's get poof. into our top five list of this week. Um, being that we're talking about Dumb and Dumber 2, got to talk a little bit about Jim Carrey. So these are the top five Jim Carrey movies. Yep. Number five. Dr. Seuss, Horton Hears a Who. Yes. What a sweet one. I never saw one. It's where he just says the voice. It's adorable. Yes. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and that came in at 154 million. Kids movie. I wouldn't see that if you paid me. <laughs> Put me through Chinese water torture. Come watch that. It's adorable. Okay. Number four. Okay. One of, one of my favorite movies on this list. Totally liar, liar. One of his best films. Mm-hmm. 181 million. I remember that came around Thanksgiving when that came out. He was so hot. I at that remember point. seeing that with it my whole just, He was so big. That's yeah. He was Jordan when he was glitting. Yes, yeah. yes. It was a good one. Up to number three, Batman Forever. Yeah, not a great movie, but it rode the success of the last year. It's only coming in true. with three million dollars more than Liar Liar. It's at one hundred eighty. Tommy Lee Jones hated him on that set too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the Jim Carrey's like he hates me. He yeah. went to a bar. He went to a, a, a restaurant. And he was like, hey, uh, I don't get you. He was yeah, like, he's like, I don't. I don't condone your silliness or something yeah, like that. Something and weird. I hate you. And Jim Carrey's like, like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. Like, get out of here. And I, was like, I think wow. at that point, if someone's like, I don't condone your silliness, you have to be like, I'm pretty sure my silliness has made me millions of dollars, mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm just going to have to take well, listen, you disliking Tyler me. Tyler Jones, he's old school. Yeah, he was like a All former right. like Navy SEAL or something. Yeah. And number two, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> something. Bruce Almighty yeah. coming in at 242 million. His last great comedy, in my opinion. I like that movie a lot. <laughs> yeah. That was the, like the one, he, this is the last film he did where he was Jim Carrey before he went to did serious stuff. And Well, the best film, that was the best film about being God rather than probably when George Burns played Oh God, <laughs> oh, You God. Devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, mm-hmm. that's the best movie about God, I would say, yeah. uh, Bruce Almighty. And the worst one is Evan Almighty. Oh, the what a sequel. Piece of junk. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. All right. Well, I'm going to get to my favorite movie on this list. No. Number one. Yeah. That's of this fa- five. This is your favorite movie? Okay, of, the, of this list. This yeah. Surpri- okay. This surprised me. Uh-huh. Number one. How the Dr- Grinch Stole Christmas. $260 million. I'll take the cartoon any day over this I l- Okay. I also love the cartoon. <laughs> so okay. I can. I watch one of the Grinches every Christmas. I love the rewatchability. I think it's extremely quotable. And acting through all of that gear is really impressive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Jim Carrey's performance in How the Grinch Stole Christmas was great. Um, I actually remember I was working in a movie theater when this came out. Mm -hmm. And I'm not surprised it's number one because 
that weekend it came out was insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like popcorn, gummy bears everywhere. Was it Ron it was Howard? Insane. The kids were. It was, it was Ron packed. Howard, right? It was filmed yeah, it was Ron really, yeah. really close to where I lived. Yeah. So like oh, we really? knew about it for months because uh-huh. we would we could like drive past the set of where yeah. Whoville was. And so everyone was like really pumped. <laughs> I seen that in Universal tour. Yeah. Kansas, right? You lived in Kansas. Is that where you lived? No. Oh. But no. this movie was a juggernaut because you had kids. Parents grew up watching that cartoon, mm-hmm. so they wanted to see it just as much as the kids. When I run to guys I worked with in that movie theater, we described this weekend as our Vietnam because it was insane that weekend. We ran out of oh. popcorn. Do you know what happens in the movie theater when you run out of popcorn? People get yeah. very angry. They get angry. Oh, yeah. We had angry. lines of people waiting for an hour to buy a popcorn, and we had to tell them there was no more popcorn. That'll be a riot. It's like Walking Dead. <laughs> it was insane. Yes, it was like The Walking Dead. Yeah, you know, just Not a lot of Christmas spirit going on in that weekend. Let it's me tell funny you. how that happens really? sometimes. Right? Run out of All right, so that is our popcorn top people. five Jim Carrey movie list. Um, he has some quite a few money makers. Yeah, yeah. a lot of a lot of kids films, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I like films. his serious roles better. I thought he was great in Truman Show. Eternal Sunshine. He, uh, he, yeah, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine. He's never, you know what? I think he tried that for a while and I actually liked uh I love you Philip Morris as well. I thought he was good in that. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it's bizarre, but it was good. Yeah. He's good. He, I you know, he, I think he tried for his Oscars and now he's just like screw it. I'm done well, with listen, it. Well, listen. My favorite films of his are not on this list. Liar Liar is probably the only one on here I really, really like. Yeah. I mean, Truman Show, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumb Dumber. And Dumber. Of course. I mean, uh, what's the one? Uh, cable Guy. Cable Guy, yes. But Very, so not, yeah. Did not so make a lot of money. bizarre. <laughs> My favorite Jim Carrey fact is just the fact um, how much time he spent working on his facial expressions. That he would go in oh, the mirror yeah. and practice for count, like mm-hmm. hours and hours a week just practicing every muscle in his face the dedication yeah. he like his rubber face yeah it's yeah. amazing dude so, i loved him in living color oh he was fantastic oh, he was the, on that. It was just it was the white guy that's how i knew him the white guy from living when he was color. young he wrote a million dollar check to himself yep that's for true he and, uh, he's like i'm gonna he, try to cash this and he so did. much dedication totally cashed all right guys let's go <laughs> into the daughter. upcoming <laughs> yeah she's a singer she was on american idol that's true. I remember that. He you follows can get only these facts on off the internet. I just don't know if you are telling the truth. Yeah. Let's go to upcoming films. And we really only have one thing I mean, to talk about. Yeah. Juggernaut. But there's only one thing everyone is talking about, besides mm-hmm. Gone Girl, which we've been talking about for far too long, true. which is Hunger Games, Mocking Jay. Yep. Everyone gonna... get ready. Tear it up. You know, I have a really, I have a really interesting story about this. Uh, do you now? So yeah, fasten your seatbelt for this that one. That would be my favorite sentence in English language. So, <laughs> so basically on the 2000 set of Space Cowboys, Donald Sutherland. Oh, the Clint Eastwood movie. Yes, Clint Eastwood well, and Tommy Lee Jones. I saw that. Dude. Right? Yeah. They were hanging out over on the set and, uh, you know, Donald Sutherland is a prankster and they were, you know, they were drinking and they went to a bar hanging out and they were in uh, Clint Eastwood's El Camino. Tommy Lee Jones was in the front and, you know, Eastwood was driving Donald Sutherland was in the back. And Donald Sutherland has Is this a, relevant? Where are they sitting? Yeah, yeah. I'm fascinated. I'm painting, a, I'm painting a picture. I don't need okay. the picture. I need a, a so, story. So Donald Sutherland's at the back, and he, he was drunk, and uh, he likes to eat a, Twinkies, strawberry-flavored ones. Very interesting. I don't want all these details. Sorry. Please. So he sees a girl walking up the block okay. with her friends, and you know one was heavy, and another one was like skinny, whatever. And he, throws, he threw a Twinkie, and it hit... The, the heavy girl in the back and he goes have another Twinkie and everybody oh, that's and, messed up yeah, that's no. horrible and they all started laughing you know except Tommy Lee Jones because he didn't find it that funny obviously <laughs> you know because he doesn't find Jim Carrey funny yeah. so um, wow, a jerk. Wait, of weeks, how does this have anything to do just listen okay my, my story's always come around okay hurry up <laughs> so so basically uh, 
the girl he hit was like, maybe I should change my life and do these things and whatever. So she started like working out, uh, you know, went to acting school and the whole nine. And the girl he hit with the Twinkie <laughs> remarkably was Jennifer Lawrence. No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. I swear it was. No, you're a liar. So then now on the set of Hunger Games. No, you're such a liar. Like, she. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I have to apologize for you so much. <laughs> I'm just saying now, it, no. he eats Twinkies on a set of Hunger Games all the time, and now he, she put two and two together because he threw a, a Twinkie at a PA. <laughs> oh my god, he's in, he's in Hunger Games movies. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, okay. He, he threw a Twinkie at a PA, and, and he goes, here, have another Twinkie, and it, and it clicked in her, and she's oh, like, no. did you throw a Twinkie at somebody walking down the street in Lexington, Kentucky in 2000? He's like, probably. He's like, that was me. And you know what she said? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. No, that's a lie. Poof. Great, oh, wonderful. Well, Hunger Games is coming out. Let's get out down to some actual facts about the movie, which is that it's going to completely oh take God. over the box office. You're a horrible that's person. The story of um, <laughs> let's talk about when the Hunger Games came out. Its first opening weekend, it made one hundred and fifty-two million dollars. It then came to gross over, I believe, four hundred and eight million. That's a lot of Twinkies. <laughs> Sequel came out catching fire. That's not a reference we're going to turn to. It came out at one hundred and fifty-eight million. So that increased at six million dollars between the two. But I do. I think this next one's going to have an even bigger jump. I think that oh. we're going to break out. You think it's going to go? No, it's going to go crazy. Are you saying no that I'm lying or no, no, no that no, I'm I right? No, no, I believe you. Okay. Yeah. What are they projecting? Just, I heard they're projecting like 140 million opening weekend. No, no, it's, it's no, been making no, no. 150. I'm thinking it's moving up to 175 in one weekend. That's in a three day weekend. I, I know it's crazy, but Jesus this movie is Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has nothing. It. I mean, there's some good movies out there, but it's not really competing with anything this week. I mean, yeah. the fact that Dumber and Dumb and Dumber Two took number one. Yeah. This past weekend, True. and we have pretty much nothing coming out because <laughs> no one wants to compete with this like it's juggernaut. A, it's a juggernaut. It's it's just going to mow everything down. Here's the thing: Even, like every studio backed off and went, yeah. "Just take it." Just take this I, weekend, I, and then we'll come back. <laughs> I think it's going to do, obviously, huge numbers. But the fact that you have Interstellar and Big Hero 6, which are really pulling big numbers these last two weekends, it's going to... I'm not saying it's going to hurt the box office at all, but mm-hmm. it might not hit quite what they're expecting because of those other two movies. Those That Big Hero 6, is, I think it's going to be... Big Hero 6 is, has a huge rewatchability yeah. factor, but... It, we're talking about 36 million this past oh, weekend. Yeah. We're yeah. talking about a total gross of 111. That's going to be completely smashed out. Oh, yeah. it's going to And be people like... are going to say, oh, we can go see Big Hero 6 in the next couple of weeks. True. Yeah. This is a talk factor. People want to see it right away. Mm-hmm. They want to be in the loop. They don't want things ruined for them. It's it's like watching Game of Thrones. You have to watch it on the day it comes out. That's, it's going to be huge. It's, it's, it's huge. It's crazy. I'm trying to think of... I mean, what's the last time a franchise like this? Probably the Dark Knight franchise. That's, oh, no. Yeah, I that was big. Because that was big. Like, every time one of those movies were coming out, you knew... Like, Everyone went to go see, like, crazy. Captain America. The Guardians of the Galaxy is the number one movie this year. And yeah. But it, it wasn't number one. Was, but no, 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 no. But it wasn't number one like movie no, opening. No, it was not. No. Not yeah. opening weekend. No, it opening yeah. weekend, it was only making, like, 93. Yeah. You were like... Uh, opening weekend numbers, you're going to Captain America. 
that was what pulled in straight away. Mm-hmm. Hunger Games will be the highest grossing movie of 2014, well, no question. Also, the what last it needs one ended on a to beat, Yes. It actually needs to beat Transformers. Transformers opening weekend was $100 million. Oh, it's going oh, to yeah. smoke that. It's so it's this is going to be like be... a fat kid running into a paper mache fence. Getting, getting Twinkies thrown at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So I think we can start our predictions and at least say that all of us are on the same page unless someone wants to <laughs> say like, that... Does anyone want to say that Hunger Games is not going to take the number one spot? I will geek. not do that. It's the worst. Are you... Sorry. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Little, little Bobby's going to take the, the fall on this one. He's yeah. going to claim that Hunger Games doesn't come out on top. <laughs> it's going to be number one. Just The question is how many weekends is it going to be number one? And that is the question. We'll have to talk about that yeah. next week. So come back and watch us. But let's go into the rest of our predictions, guys. Who is starting? I'm going to throw it to Finstock. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to let little Bobby uh, do number five for me. And it's uh, Beyond the Lights. I love Goo Goo Mathabay. Okay. That's you really num- need to work why on it's going to be number five. That's number five. Um, number four is going to be... Interstellar. Okay. 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 Number three is going to be Dumb and Dumber 2. Okay. okay. I was working Dumb and Dumber 2 in the craft services department. You're taking my list. <laughs> Shut little, up, Bobby, little Bobby. He likes to interrupt, doesn't he? Yeah. Even when it's Big Bobby. He loves Roxy, too. He loves hey, her. Roxy. You want to take a little trip to Pound Town with me? Oh. She's going to watch later. I will deliver this message, and I feel like it's going oh, to result he, in he little Bobby this, losing another foot. He okay. said this to her on Thursday. Yeah, he she gets was all pretty receptive sentence. to it. Yeah, she liked it. She was digging little Pound Bobby. Town Beach. All right, so you've got uh, Beyond the Lights, then you've got Interstellar, then you've got Dumb and Dumber, and then I'm guessing... Big Hero. All right. And, and of course, yeah, of course, uh, obviously Hunger Games. I mean, if Well, nobody, you stole my list. Did I really? You yeah. stole mine last week. I have number one Hunger, Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, Hunger Games is number one. Uh, number two, I'm going Big Hero Six. Mm-hmm. Number three, Interstellar. Number four, Dumb and Dumber. Number five, Beyond the Lights. <sighs> so we're all together. <laughs> we're this got, is no, what? no. He switched. He switched to. Yeah, he too. said that he put um, uh, Interstellar above Dumb and Dumber. Okay. You put Dumb and Dumber yep. above that's Interstellar. That's, that's very that is actually very possible. <laughs> This is, you guys are making my life difficult. No, I don't want to be on the same page as Finstock. No. That's really... We're on the same block already. <laughs> the same building barrier. Is, yeah. is Beyond the Lights getting the same theater numbers this week? It's a good question. I wouldn't be surprised if it was going up a little bit. Let's Especially check after the strong weekend. I would weekend. say it's probably going to get 2,000, yeah. They're opening it up in uh, Ooh, she's checking stuff San Quentin. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys <laughs> took my thing. I don't know. I really wanted to know if Beyond the Lights was opening in more theaters because okay. that will change the numbers. But because I have to be different than both of you, um, I'm going to give Hunger Games number, number five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not really number five. That. I'm going to give number five to Gone Girl. I'm going to kick Beyond the Lights hey, out of the top five. That's not a bad bet. That's not give, a bad bet. No. Really I'm going to give the fifth spot to Gone Girl. I'm going to give the fourth spot to Interstellar. Three, Dumb and Dumber. 
two, Big Hero 6, and number one, Hunger Games. So, Finstock, I'm yeah. with you on everything, but number five, and if we are wrong about Dumb and Dumber staying on top of Interstellar, then JT will win next week. Correct. So yes. that- <laughs> if I get to five, I'll be on five if I win. So Real that means, quick. Uh, a little, little side game here. Predict how much you think it's going to make opening weekend, Hunger Games. Yeah, because you know that could be the tiebreaker. What are you saying? Because if you want to go with your original five. A hundred and... 163.5. I will go 150. I'm going to go 135. Okay. So I've got the high Marissa, end. you want to get on this? I'll say 142. Oh, she's going with the price right, is right. right. She's going with the yeah. does, big, does little Bobby have anything to say about this? No. He doesn't. Those were our predictions <laughs> of this week. He's listening there. He's doing something and, you don't. He's yeah. listening there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, little Bobby. <laughs> hey. Oh. Uh, that one kind of. That was kind of on par. Okay. Okay. All right. So those are predictions for next week. You guys, tell us your predictions. Remember, we have this whole new network for you. Popcorn Talk for all of your movie needs. Subscribe. So subscribe to our new channel. We're still going to be on the same place on iTunes, so you don't have to change much there. But remember to rate, comment, Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Love to hear from you. And you can find us also like a Facebook page. And these two have Twitter. Yes, yes. at Bob Finstock. Thanks, uh, FAA Twigs, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Who, FK Twigs, are formerly known as Twigs. I, I, I'll sorry. I'm calling you later. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. apologize. I am at Schmoes JTE. Uh, follow me on Twitter. And yeah, subscribe. Leave some comments. I love reading the comments. They are really these great. videos. They're really funny. And, uh, it makes us responding. who we are. Yeah, it does. Cool. Thanks, guys. Keep watching those numbers. There we go. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.